Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. The over-under is maybe at 50, and that is 50% that I believe that Trey Biddy was caught as off guard as we were that Keytron Jackson put his name into the transfer portal. You promised, you said, Trey, mm-hmm. there will be some surprises and maybe some big surprises. That, to me, is a big surprise. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Sam Pittman – day before was talking about working him at the slot uh, since Hazelwood wouldn't be available for the ball. So I think uh, even Sam Pittman was caught off guard by that one. But that one that one definitely got us, yeah. Um, so far it's been the only one, which is good news. And you really shouldn't – I mean, Keetron Jackson's a good wide receiver. There are 40 wide receivers coming up in the high school ranks that are as good. You know, I mean, uh, it's – I'm not – didn't mean to diminish his ability. All I'm just saying, you can go out and get another guy like that. The important thing to do, which we've kind of said throughout this whole thing, was not to panic on Monday when the transfer portal opens, but you can panic on January 15th if you want. <laughs> when you look at your roster and look at who Arkansas ended up getting out of the transfer portal versus who they lost, that's when you should probably make your <laughs> your decide whether your 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 choice whether you're going to panic or not. Um, I actually was not surprised. I mean, if it had happened earlier today, I would have been. But I was not surprised by Barry Odom uh, taking the UNLV job. Uh, that was something we started hearing. Oh, let's see, when did I post that? Eight hours ago. Um, yeah, I posted something about that eight hours ago. Started hearing some rumblings that Barry Odom could be next in line uh, at UNLV, and that's an interesting spot for him. He's never really coached out there. Uh, it's not a program that has won since. Since Arkansas played in that year, they, Arkansas went out in Las Vegas. I think they won eight games that year, but they have not been a very good program in those years. Um, so, I mean, if he can turn them around pretty quick, then he might put himself back in position for a, a bigger job. But uh, not terribly surprised because we have heard Barry's name floated around quite a bit. Three years is a long time to be a coordinator uh, this day and age. Um, especially to keep all of your coordinators, um, you know. So that's that's pretty rare as we saw the number. Um, I think Arkansas was one of eight Power 5 teams to have both coordinators returning uh, for their third year. So it doesn't happen that often anymore that they stick around that long. So uh, I'm sure he'll go do good things off in, in UNLV. Um, I would look for the home run hire right now, I would say, would probably be Jim um, Leonard at uh, Wisconsin, the Wisconsin defensive coordinator who served as interim head coach. Um, you know, he's kind of in flux a little bit right now with their coaching uh, changeover. Uh, he's an alum there. I think he was getting $1.5 So Arkansas wouldn't be the only team that might be interested in him, but that would probably be a guy that you'd say, hey, there's a, there's a guy that – you know, has a pretty proven track record and would be a nice get. So maybe he'd be a guy to keep an eye on. Right. Who might be the interim D.C. for the Liberty Bowl? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't know where you would go, really. Um, you know, you're 
cornerbacks coach, your defensive line coach has just been with the team a year, but Deke Adams has uh, obviously uh, probably the most knowledge. Uh, Michael Scherer might know the defense the best, uh, having played under Odom. Uh, but he's also a pretty young guy, and, you know, just, what, a year or two years, I guess, uh, under his belt. Um, but I, I, I feel like probably Scherer would make the most sense since he's, you know, been – I mean, he was a grad assistant also at Arkansas before taking over as linebackers coach and, and played under Odom. So he might be the guy that you would pick. I think so. I think you're right as but far I, as somebody yeah. somebody that has to actually say, let's do this play, it'll be a cooperative yeah. effort on a game plan, don't you think? Yeah, I do. And But, guys, there's always a possibility. I mean, those two guys are linked, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> he may go. He needs a defensive coordinator. He might, yeah. he might end up deciding to take Cher with him. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And if a guy's going to go be the head coach, yeah, he can't stay for a, the Liberty Bowl. If he was staying for the uh, for a playoff game, oh, yeah. he'd stay. But you, you don't stay for that. Dude. Right. He's got to go recruit. Right. Even that would be a mistake, though. Yeah. I, I, I haven't. Yeah, I, you're I, right. I think I think you really hurt yourself. Um, let's see. The Nebraska coach Scott Frost did that. Um, yeah. Yes, he did. And, uh-huh. and sure his coach. did. Because you're going to be judged in four years off of the guys that are your seniors, and yep. you can't this day miss out on transfer portal like this. Yep. I mean, yep. you just can't. Yep. So we're looking at the wide receiver spot, Trey, and the one guy who hasn't said anything about whether he's going to play or not is Matt Landers. I don't uh, know if he's going to or not, but it should be nice if he did when you look at all these other guys gone, uh, Jackson, Hazelwood. You're looking at Bryce Stevens. And Landers are the only guys that have really done much as receivers that are still there. I think Landers has an opportunity to continue to help his draft stock. Whether he sees that that way or not is to be determined. But, uh, yeah, with Keytron moving on, Hazelwood moving on, Warren Thompson obviously no longer with the team, uh, that leaves a lot of balls <laughs> for somebody. <laughs> yeah. um, so if I'm Matt Landers, I'm probably thinking, hey, that's, you know, maybe those balls are mine. Uh, so we'll see Randy how it says 10 or 12. But, uh, if, yeah. If uh, <laughs> that's what I'd be telling, he's like, hey, man, we're going to throw you the ball a lot if you stick around for this bowl game. We're going to help your draft stock. Um, you know, Jaden Wilson is another guy that I think, you know, has some talent and, and Bryce Stevens and, you know, of course, Isaiah Satania. Um, there's no risk at playing him in this game. So maybe there's some other guys. I Everybody seems like freaked out about Kansas. And I'm not saying they're, you know, you got to bring your, you got to show up, obviously. You got to show up with the right attitude. Kansas is going to be hungry. This is their yeah. first bowl game in a long time. Yeah. They're going to be super hungry. They were probably also hungry in their last seven games. They only won one of those. They went, right. you know, and that was Oklahoma one in State six without their last seven games. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, to me, you know, Arkansas, even with, you know, some op-outs and stuff like that, they, they should beat Kansas. But you can't show up with uh, nope. a poor attitude. They, should, they also should have beat Missouri. Yep. You know, so got to got to show up. And, exactly. Uh, but if they do that, then even with the opt-outs, I, I, I would think that they have a good chance, especially with K.J. coming back. You know, Trey, I was mentioning earlier, and you could take the Broyles method or other methods where, you know, the Broyles method is you'd like to have some turnover in your staff every year. While Odom has been a close friend of Pittman's and uh, Broyles have been here, and there's good instability, but 
this might also be a good time for some fresh ideas at that position, don't you think? Sure. Defensive yeah. coordinator. I mean, yeah, and you want your coaches to be pursued. I yes. Mean, right. I can remember a lot, a lot of times where, you know, there's guys on the staff that nobody would really want. Right. <laughs> but uh, you obviously want your coaches to be pursued for head coaching jobs and um, promotions and stuff like that. It, it says a lot about your program. Other coaches see that. Same way you want players drafted. I mean, Drew Sanders, yeah, that stings not having Drew Sanders come back, but you also want him to get drafted really high and show yes. other players, hey, look what we did with this guy. Look what right. we did with John Ridgway. Look what we did with Jaden Hazelwood, you know. Um, so you want those guys to go on and, and have success because you want to lure other guys. Same way with coaches. You want to lure good coaches. So, um, yeah, it's it's not the worst thing in the world to have some turnover, but you need to make sure you go out and get a quality replacement. Yeah. Well, look what happened with Bielema. <clears throat> when his good coaches left, he didn't replace right. them with Got coaches that were worse. as good as the ones that left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Sam's his first in, staff, his first staff was his best staff. Basically. Yeah, that's right. I would think Sam Pittman is a guy who has only been a head coach for three years. Is going to look for guys that are going to make him make the whole program better. He's not looking for somebody that's going to just take all his ideas and say, "Okay, you do it this way." Well, Barry made one point six million. Right, yeah. which put him up somewhere in the top ten. I think might be number six. One point eight five is what was reported. One point eight five. One eight five. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, they've got some money to spend. Um, yeah. And that's also pretty attractive. <laughs> yes, that's right. Let's talk with uh, Nick. Nick, good afternoon. Do you have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah. Hey guys. Uh, I I don't know if Neil's listening or not, but that. That uh, player prop he was talking about earlier, man, I, you got to put at least nine or ten catches on for Landers <laughs> for a player yeah. prop for the bowl game. I mean, it's, he's going to get a lot of balls. But uh, I wanted to talk to Trey about uh, kind of our, our – I know our defensive coordinator situation uh, is fresh, but as far as the assistant coaches, um, do you think that – Sam should have maybe made some, some firings there as well. I, I know the secondary was beat up, uh, so that's a confusing situation in itself. But to me, the defensive line over the last couple of years has if not improved a whole lot. Uh, I don't see a lot of players. Well, there's a reason. One big reason that the defensive line has not played well is because they have changed coaches every year for the last, I think, six years. There's been a new defensive line coach every year for six years. That's not good for continuity. Deke Adams just came in. Um, I think the defensive line played pretty well overall. I mean, it was viewed as a potential weak spot for this team. And, um, you know, they got to the quarterback, made a lot of sacks, um, played better, I think, overall than maybe what we were expecting. Now, nobody played played real good on defense, but um, aside from – maybe Drew Sanders, Jordan Dominic. Um, but as a unit, nobody played real good. So I don't know that um, I don't know that making a change at defensive line coach is the right call, especially when there's been uh, just an absurd amount of turnover there. I mean, Ashley was fired last year before him. Um, I'm forgetting how to say his name, but uh, he was fired. Um, and then before him, obviously, he got fired with, you know, the coaching change and 
the guy before. I mean, it's just one guy after another on the defensive line. I mean, some of these guys have played for five different people. Right. I got you. I, I wasn't aware of that. Um, I wanted to ask you, as far as the defensive coordinator position, um, do you think – I know you mentioned the Wisconsin guy. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think maybe he would go – Pittman would go after a guy like maybe like a Derek Mason or somebody that has some – Yeah, Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Derek Mason, he's just been at OSU, I think, one year. But, yeah, I would consider him. I mean, sure, uh, former head coach and um, obviously uh, standout defensive coordinator at Stanford before that and at Auburn last year, a year before last. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I would think anybody's on the table. Uh, if, you, if you have those kind of funds, you can, you can lure a pretty attractive name, I would think. Right, right. Um Last question I have for you, and I'll, I'll get off here. But, uh, like, so Jackson Smith and Dinga, the, the Ohio State receiver, uh, him opting out uh, for the for the playoffs, kind of kind of shocking, but in a sense not shocking. Uh, the way the environment is nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that gets better when they go to the the twelve team playoff, or gets worse? You see more players overall. This is the first time I've seen somebody opt out of a playoff. Thank yeah. you, Nick. Yeah. So he's he's been kind of hurt. So the question yeah. is: Is it an injury or yeah. is he healthy and he just isn't going to play? That's the question. Right. Right. And yeah, I think the twelve team playoff is is going to help some of the stars across college football make their decision to remain with the team and try to win the championship <clears throat> a lot easier. But do you think also when they go to a twelve team playoff? There'll be a lot of teams that have even more opt-out than they are now if you're not in the 12-team yeah. playoff. Well, we're seeing more and more and more. Yeah. I mean, you've got – used to be guys that were like, you know, this guy's going to be a first-rounder or, you know, second-rounder or something like that. Those guys would opt out now. I mean, you know, Jaden Hazelwood isn't isn't going to be a first-rounder. No. Or, you know, probably top, not even top three rounds. Right. Um you know, so you've got Drew guys Sanders are, could be, but nobody. Drew yeah. Sanders, yeah, Drew yeah. Sanders and, could be, and Stromberg might be a fourth or fifth. Right. I mean, there was a a running back last year. I can't remember where he played. I remember looking at it, but he opted out of the bowl game. But he ended up being like a sixth or seventh round draft pick, you know, and opted out of his bowl game. So, yeah, I think anybody anybody who is a senior or who declares anybody who declares for the draft, I think, you know, has their eyes on it and feels like they're going to get drafted, I think is a risk to, to opt out of the bowl game. Well, you mentioned it earlier. I mean, Matt Landers, this is a great opportunity to add to his resume. I think Mm -hmm. let's talk to uh, Jason, Jason. Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. I do. Um, transfer, especially inside the same conference are, are there restrictions to what a player can information a player can provide to an in-conference team would it be unethical for a coach to ask for proprietary type information about playbooks and players and strategies and things like that unethical maybe would they do it absolutely <laughs> so there are no restrictions i guess no no how do you think that's going to progress in the future? Do you think there may be some sort of non-disclosure disclosure agreements that teams are going to have to 
have student athletes sign. How are you going to catch them? Certain information. Well, I don't. I don't know how you catch them. I'm just asking. <laughs> do you think that's common? I mean, I, that's one of those things that would be very difficult to police. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, thanks. Y'all have a good afternoon. Thank you, Jason. I wasn't trying to be mean to him, but uh, <laughs> um, were you surprised? Answer. Pardon me? Doesn't change the answer. <laughs> no. Well, but I'm just. You well, let me get to this okay. real quick. Uh, Piggy Small says, question for Trey. Are you surprised I am that nobody entered the transfer portal out of our seemingly crowded backfield? Well, it's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, James Joyner, he's one name that was in that crowded backfield. Yeah. James Joyner was one player that opted out. And then you've got, uh, you've got, um, I mean, people have talked about the other guys, but I wouldn't expect any movement at this point. I mean, all those guys play. You know, they've all contributed this year. And, I mean, you might look at, like, Dominic Johnson just because he's been injured and, you know, where, does I, where do I fit in or something like that. Uh, I mean, I could see – you'd never be surprised by anybody. But, um, no, they only had two enter the portal today, and they were both expected, Javion Hunt and Chase Lowry. They didn't have any new names today. So, other than the Barry Odom news, it was uh, pretty quiet. All right, Trey, we will will talk with you tomorrow.